There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, another football player has hit the transfer portal. We're going to talk about that in the context of the class of 2020 in terms of recruiting. And then we have an email take that we want to discuss and we're giving away some prizes. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, May 19th. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my fired up to be here co-host Matt Sheehan. Yes, yep, you, yes, sir, yes, sir, you got it. Woo. Matt, how excited are you to do this show today? Um, well, I can't quantify it with uh, a number or a word, really. Uh, hey, Will, happy to be here, happy to be alive. Let's uh, let's talk some Spartans. Always time to talk Spartans. Will, that's what we do on the show, five days a week. Five, five, every week. In May. Your month for Spartan Sports. <laughs> uh, on today's show, mm, mm-hmm. Devin Hightower is in the transfer portal. Another member of the class of 2020 saying so long. We got an emailed take from a listener that is worth a segment about overrated, underrated players in the D'Antonio era. Wow. And then... Uh, yeah, we got some prizes to give away at the end, so stick around uh, if you want to win some prizes in segment three. That's the plan for today's show. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, buddy. Okay, so Devin Hightower hits the portal. Yeah, that's right. Shoot. Got to return my Hightower jersey I just bought the other week. <laughs> didn't play as a true freshman. Didn't stand out, really, in the spring game. Redshirt freshman. Michigan State, we've talked about it a bunch. Obviously felt like linebacker was an issue they needed to address through the portal. I brought in a bunch of guys. Speaking of, I wrote about uh, Quaveris Crouch's uh, mm. film. Did some digging into the film. Spartansville.substack.com if you want to do that. A lot of people, Matt. Someone yeah. posted, when he committed, someone posted the um, his snaps from the Texas A&M game. Sure, yeah, the full film, yeah. And if you go look at the comments on the YouTube thing, which I did when I was reviewing it, and I had already seen the Texas A&M always, game. Always a good call. Always check the YouTube comments. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I um, <laughs> back when he originally, like, silent committed, I went back and watched some of his stuff. I knew he was a solid player, but I wanted to dig in a little bit and be ready for writing about him. But I did watch the Texas A&M game, and... My reaction was like, okay, he, uh, yeah, kind of got his butt kicked, but, but so did everyone else on Tennessee, right? Mm, there um, we go. Good context. Yep. Yeah. And someone posted that game, his full clips, uh, on YouTube in the comments are just like, oh, so he sucks. <laughs> uh, you suck. Yeah, that's right. Got him. Um, I provide the, the proper context for that game. As it relates to coaching, what was going on off the field at Tennessee, what was going on on the field for Tennessee. Um, oh, fair, yeah. Yeah, and just how that is 
certainly a, a game to watch and, and things to note from that game, but there's a lot more if you just go check out some of the other games that he played last season. So I did that. Wrote about it at spartanswill.substack.com. Anyway, Michigan State was not happy with their linebacker room, added a bunch of guys, and now Devin Hightower, a linebacker from the class of 2020, is on his way out the door into the portal. He's the sixth member of the 2020 class, Matt. Sixth member who did yeah, not make I... it into their red shirt or into their red shirt freshman season. Yeah, go ahead. Can I be? I'm already at the point where I'm starting to read names of kids going into the portal, and my first thought is, uh, I I thought he was there like two months ago. Like I I, th- I thought he's yeah. been in the portal. Like we're we are at such an influx of portal entries that I. <laughs> I really need to sit down and just comb through a roster and see who is and is not on this team because I assume 40 kids from last year are gone already, Will. Yeah. I'm out of sorts. I'm out of sorts. I'll I'll admit it. Hand up. We're supposed to be the Spartan experts on this excellent podcast, but no, Will, I... You know, like, every once in a while, the NFL has a wild offseason where seemingly the whole league hits the reset button and you got a bunch of star players on different teams and who's where and whatnot. I feel like, what a reset button Mel Tucker set for us, man. I've got to relearn this whole roster all over again. Shoot. Shoot. It's a a lot of work for me. That's that's a lot of work for me. You know my attention span, Will. (laughs) This is bad bad news for your boy. (laughs) Really bad. So. So now he's in. He's in. He's in the portal. He was not already in the portal. He's in the portal, um, <laughs> and that takes the total of members of the 2020 class to hit the portal up to six. Matt, yeah, that six means down. 16 are left. And this was a class that there were some guys who were like, okay, they, they seem like pretty good prospects, but there are a lot of guys who Michigan State ended up grabbing because they missed out on a higher choice guy. We've gone through some of the names. There were guys like with Mac offers and then just Michigan State. Yep. One of the guys who has actually stuck around and, and seems like might have developed into something, Donovan Eaglin, had yep. an offer from Lamar and a walk-on offer at Oklahoma State and a Michigan State offer. Like, Suck there's a right. lot of yeah, a lot of guys kind of like that in this class. So there's 16 left, Matt. Yeah. 16 left, and I mm-hmm. – it begs the question, over under 10 and a half of those 16 finish their careers at Michigan State. Don't transfer anywhere, finish their careers at Michigan State. Well, I saw this question on Twitter. And what a fantastic question, by the way. Just just to stroke your ego here a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my instant reaction, I did vote over 10 and a half, but wow. Now that I'm looking at this list, I, I, how do you want? Like, do you want to just go down the line here of <laughs> commits and just say yes or no? Like, just I, I feel like that's the best way to quantify this. Uh, like Ricky White, all things considered, yes, right? Maybe. I was gonna say that that's a tough one to start with, but uh, yeah. this is going in order. Of the that's a maybe. Ring, so. It's a maybe. You know what? For laughs, for laughs, I'll put him in the yes bin. Sure. Uh, Darius Snow, I could see it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, D- Dallas Fincher, he's still with us, right? Yep, he is, and that's that's a maybe. I would I would lean yes there. There's some some positive yeah. buzz, and he was a nice uh, nice prospect coming out of high school. He's he someone that I think they like and will try to develop. So we'll we'll put a maybe lean yes with Fincher. If they're a maybe, I'm I'm gonna throw him in the yes bin for last. Mm-hmm. Uh, T- Terry Lockett, he's uh, definitely yeah. a guy that people start to like, right? Sure, sure. And again, a lot of depth. Receiver room, I get a lot it, of but depth. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, for last, we'll put him in there. Uh, Jordan Simmons, yeah, I think he'll uh, find a spot on the field for the Spartans coming up one day. Maybe. Uh, he might get... Maybe he might be third string this year. We'll see. I, know, I mean, if he if he continues to grow like he did last year, yeah, he's going to play regardless. But like, if sure, he sort right. of plateaus and loses carries this year to two or three other guys, I don't know. It's I'm going to put him in the yes, but just because yes. I'll hey, put him in the yes. Yeah, can you stomach getting backlogged by Kenneth Walker for one season? I mean, sure, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. Uh, Ian Stewart, another receiver that we hear good things about, obviously, mm-hmm. but just like we talked about two seconds yeah. ago. Yeah. Bob Dallin, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, sure, just for laughs, let's put a yes. All right, this is where it gets interesting here. Uh, Devin Hightower, no, he's gone. Uh, Angelo Gross? Yes. I would feel pretty, that's probably the guy you're feeling most comfortable with. Keeping uh, out of every single person on, on this on this list, yes, Angelo Gross is the one I feel the most comfortable about. Uh, Tommy Guajardo, got a hard that's time a no. seeing him finish his uh, career at State. That's, um, a no. that's a no. <laughs> Simeon Barrow? Yes, I do think, I feel, okay. I right. think he's going to work his way into the rotation this year. Kyle King, six foot four defensive end Kyle King. This is where it starts to get interesting here, doesn't it? Maybe, probably, yeah. like if, not, maybe not, maybe not. Okay. Lean no. We've thrown enough maybes in the yes. We'll throw this maybe in the no just to <laughs> sure. like kind of th- correct the market here. Kel Halliday. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, I don't know. No. I was going to say, I was going to side with no. Here. Feel free to prove us wrong, everyone. Yeah. Uh, if you're one of these players listening to the podcast, by all means. Uh, Avery Dunn. I would say yes. Yeah, why not? Sure. Good old Avery. Uh, Montori Foster. One uh, of these receivers mm, isn't going to make it all the way through. I Yeah, we're going to go ahead and just put a courtesy no in that bin. He's Chris already Mayfield. moved he, He's moved positions already yeah. back and forth. That's, yeah. that's the sort of stuff you look for. So Yeah. Chris Mayfield is already gone. <laughs> yeah, no Kim. I would say no, although like, I don't I'm think it's you. because he's going to be bad. I think he's going to be someone that... I'm right with you. ...is... He's developing into a solid. He looks solid, um, mm-hmm. but he's kind of backed up. And if Hamp Fay jumps him, yeah, he could be like, "Hey, I definitely can be a starter somewhere else." And he, yeah. he kind of looks like he's on that path right now. He's still young, but he's kind of on a good path. But honestly, like it's quarterback, so I would sure. lean no. He'll go to the MAC, but for the complete opposite reason Brock Lombardi <laughs> did. That's that's kind of what I'm feeling. He might um, like get a power. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if he. We'll see. Jeff Petrowski. I say yes. He got in as Do a true you know? freshman. Okay. All right. He's All someone right. who doesn't really fit the prototype what they want, but he's mm-hmm. kind of one of those glue guys who like seems to work really hard. Like he got on the field as a true freshman. He's he only like, yeah. one of a couple guys. So I, I'm going to say yes with him. The only thing that really uh, perks my eyebrows is six one, uh, yeah. and you know that's of course not the body type that Mel Tucker typically I, likes. But hey, if he got on the field true freshman, something to be said. I honestly think he might be a little bigger than that now. Just like I seeing him oh, in the spring game, so. like he may yeah. be six two. Like he, he just seemed hey, a little bigger. Uh, Josiah Robinson, don't necessarily see him finishing his. He's gone. Today. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, that's gonna be a little tough. Uh, Cole Demarzo, if you will. Yeah, uh, he's I a. Know, I, I like the kid. I like the way he plays. Yeah. But like he's kind of really the tweener. Like he came in as a linebacker. Yeah, Could they make it work at safety? Uh, I don't know. Nickel, yeah. I don't know if that necessarily screams his name either, so I'm just going to put him in the no bin. Yeah, I think he's going to get jumped by some guys. Uh, Justin Stevens, who's transferred to seven different schools in one offseason. Yeah, uh, that's a no. Probably not going to be. Jack Olsen, oh, rest in peace, my that's boy. No. Gone, gone down on his prime. And then last but not least, Donovan Eaglin. Maybe. Donovan Eaglin. I know, it's tough. Maybe. I, I, there, 
I don't know, because there might. It seems like there's like a, a power back, third down, short yardage, yeah. goal yeah. lines role he's carving out. So I would that leads me to like believe yes, but also if he's not getting well, his yes carries. puts us at eleven. Like that's how close that yeah. over under is going to be. Like it, it is it is tough because I mean you guys listen to the whole segment. That's a lot of maybes. We a lot of maybes. Six maybes. There are four maybes in the yes pile. Two in the no by my count. Um, I got three solid one hundred percent. I would be very confident. Yeah. Darius Snow, Angelo sure. Gross, Simeon Barrow, just because Snow is your lock, huh? That's interesting, actually. That, what are those okay. three? Yeah, just positionally, pedigree, how much they played as true freshmen. Is there blockage in front of them on the depth chart, or is there a path mm-hmm. to playing time? Like those guys are kind of free and clear, got on the field, and are in the rotation. So that's that's mainly why. And Ricky White is off field stuff. If it, if it wasn't for off field sure. stuff, I would feel more confident about Ricky White. All right. Let's pause here for a sec. We'll address the uh, address the take that we got from an email uh, in just a second about most underrated players for MSU football under Mark Tantuno. But first, a word from Built Bar. Built Bar. Build those bars, baby. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Uh, Matt, it's true. Facts Matt, only. Matt yes, why do yes, you love yes. Built Bar? Because it tastes not like a protein bar. It tastes actually delicious, and it actually... Uh, powers me through a workout. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. And the the nutritional facts, whoo, pop, Will. Hey, pop. 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 That's true. Pop. I, I agree with all that. Well, they've got nine delicious flavors. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, peanut butter, brownie, double chocolate, and sar- salted caramel, as well as fantastic limited time flavors. So you need to always be checking out BuiltBar.com. There's quite literally something for Everyone, not only are Built Bars delicious on your taste buds, they are delicious on your body. Butter! Most of these flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. You are not going to beat those numbers. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever flavor you like. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15. And you'll get 15% off your first order. I'm going to power through. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, I need to get a drink of water, Matt. Sure, yeah, you really ripped uh, that one big time. Keeping it in. Keeping it in. All right, here's our email from Caleb Essink. Caleb, you're the man, Caleb. Will and Matt. Yes, Caleb. All caps. Take. Love it. Love it. What a format for an email. Take. This is awesome, yeah. Brian Hoyer and Larry Caper were the two most underrated players in the D'Antonio era. Hoyer helped jumpstart the program, and Caper gets forgotten because of Edwin Baker and Le'Veon Bell. That is from Caleb Essink on email. You can always email us, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. What is your initial reaction to Caleb's take? I do love the Brian Hoyer portion of that take. Mm Mm-hmm. The Larry Caper portion is where I get a little hung up on. Just because, and he said it too, or maybe it was you that said it, I'm sorry, uh, about Edwin Baker and Le'Veon Bell kind of carved into his role. Here are his rushing attempts breakdown by year. Freshman year, 120 rush attempts. Sophomore year, 38. Junior year, 30. Senior year, 18. Like You're talking about a guy's role who really 
went away here over time. Um, I think I think Caper's properly rated. I think people do, like, when, you know, you're just shooting the shit around, like, the bonfire of the bar. You're playing Name That Spartan, and, like, oh, Larry Caper's name pops up. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, he was, he was solid. He had, that fun, yeah. he had that fun little touchdown in overtime against uh, Michigan back in the day. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Suck yeah. at Tate Forcier. Yeah, that's right, you know. But uh, I, I think he's properly rated as far as, like, the... The Michigan State running back paradigm goes. Now, I will offer one running back name who I do think is underrated. And, I, I okay, obviously, Gerald Holmes. That's my guy. I absolutely love Gerald Holmes. But that's <laughs> not who I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about one. Madre London. It's not Madre London, although, oh, what a <laughs> touchdown against Michigan in 17, baby. Yes. No, it's it's uh, my coaching basketball classmate, of course, as everyone knows him. Uh, no, Nick Hill. I don't think Nick Hill has gotten his flowers. You talk about a guy who was like a spellback that got kind of overtaken by a a bigger name. Jeremy Langford, right? Yep. I mean, 622 yards in 2014. I mean, 5.8 yards per carry. Could catch the ball out of the backfield. In the Rose Bowl season, he still offered you 5.1 yards per carry. 344 yards. Like, what was he, dynamite? Should he have been a Heisman candidate? No! But, God... As a spellback, whoo! Nick Hill was awesome, man. Uh, all all five foot whatever of him, it just mm, loved Nick Hill. He he definitely carved out a role here. So sorry, Caleb. Sorry, I, Larry Cape, a fine player. Don't get me wrong. I think he's properly rated, but uh, Nick Hill is the guy who I would be giving more flowers to. Brian Hoyer, though, shout out to Brian Hoyer. Also, still in the NFL somehow. That's oh yeah, <laughs> sen- legend sen- at the sensational. bank. Sensational legend, legend at the, at the bank. Icon. icon. <laughs> He walks in, they're like, Mr. Hoyer, right this way. Yeah, hey, hey oh, you're um, back, I see. Welcome back to Foxborough, bud. Yeah. I th- I do think Caper's a little underrated. Um, okay, interesting. All right. But his, just a little. Like, his career... Caleb's got a new favorite co-host. All right, there, there we go. go. Just a, just a little <laughs> underrated. It's tough, though, because, like, when you're talking overrated, underrated, if we, I think we have to just keep it to the skill guys because, like... Kevin Pickleman is like the most underrated oh, sure. Michigan Dan State. France, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, Dan let me hear France. you. Right. Fufanoti. Like, play the hits. Yeah. Travis, <laughs> some, Jackson. Travis Jackson. Some of these guys is just like, okay. Marcus Rush is like the only like non skill oh, yeah, sure, sure. guy role player who got appropriate shine as an unsung hero. So if we're keeping it to the skill guys, Larry Caper is definitely a name that I um I'm going to bring up. I still think, like, as much as we love Josiah Price, Josiah Price underrated. Oh, oh, I'm a huge Josiah Price guy. Massive Josiah Price. You you won't find a bigger Josiah Price fan. I I dare you to find one. Not not enough is made of just how, like, important he was to the running game. We always talk about his passing ability, his receiving ability, and the catches Mm -hmm. and stuff. And that's great. That's well and good. He was definitely very capable at that. But that dude was a member of the offensive line. He was just mm-hmm. a flat, awesome football player. And you have to have guys like that on your team to be good. Like, it's not a coincidence that they had some of their absolute best years when he was playing really good football. Like, that kid was a hell of a football player. And because he was a tight end and got, like, whatever, 32 catches a year, 27 catches a year, he didn't quite get enough shine. I'm with you on Hoyer, though. Like, that's... I'm with both you guys and Hoyer. Hoyer's a good call. Hoyer's a really solid, like, veteran presence. It was some turmoil time when D'Antonio takes over. You lose Stanton, second-round draft pick, super Mm -hmm. talented dude, and it's like, okay, what's going to happen? That quarterback, 
And Hoyer was just solid, stabilizing solid. force. Solid, yeah. That's all you needed. And MSU, as a program, just needed solid in yeah, life, you know? At, <laughs> like that, at that's that what they time, needed desperately. Yeah, at that time, they needed a guy like him just to be... A, like he'll, he'll make plays, like make plays, make some big throws, win some big games, certainly. But just let's lay the foundation for this thing. And he was like a perfect foundation layer. And I think it's part of the reason why you see him have the lengthy NFL career that he's had. It's just like, yeah, this dude yeah. is solid. He's smart. He's a great locker room guy. He's someone you want in your quarterback room and someone you want on your football team. So, yeah, I'm with both you guys. Like, that's a really good call on Hoyer being underrated. Do you have any other guys? Just like real quick off the top of your head. One more name. And this is the same era as Hoyer kind of. 2007, 2010. Mm -hmm. Mark Dell. Mark Dell needs to get his flowers, man. I mean, yeah, he he did play at the 2011 teams that uh, went to the Big Ten Championship game Mm -hmm. with the Rose Bowl Cotton. Well, of course, like we're on those teams. But Mark Dell was cool hand Luke. He was steady. He was the Felton Davis before Felton Davis was Felton Davis, where if you're in a pinch, oh my, where's number two? Oh, he's right over here. Awesome. So yeah, Mark Dell was the man. And he also was a great guy to usher in the era of BJ Cunningham, Keyshawn Martin, you know, guys like that. So Mark Dell, I'm sure you're listening, Mark. Uh, We're giving you the flowers right now because... He deserves him. He deserves him, man. That that 07 to 2010 era gets gets very lost in the shuffle for as important as it was to well, what was modern-day MSU football back in 1415 uh, during better times. But, yeah, you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Um, real quick, shout-out Garrett Selleck. One time for him. One, in, in, you talk about all-time NFL career guys. That yeah. was out of nowhere, too. That was great on him. Yeah. Great on him. And uh, shout out one time, another tight end, undrafted tight end who played some pro ball, Brian Linthicum. Ooh, Linthicum, let's go. Shout out. He's got, uh, I think, game-use cleats somewhere out on eBay that I've uh, been oh. perusing. Very affordable if anyone has a man cave that they're looking to build there on. So. There you go. Uh, Linthicum just had a, yeah. Linthicum had a cup of coffee in the NFL. But just like That's solid a lot of us have. tight ends that – were really important and never got the shine they deserved. Garrett Selleck got a little bit more, but obviously you saw from his NFL career, that dude was yeah. a football player. Yeah, Charlie Gant, of course. Everyone knows about him. Oh, yeah. Little, well, little Giants you know, don't hurt. Like, Charlie Gant gets more shine than any of those guys. And it's like, you know, Gant, oh, yeah. that was amazing. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of had, like, a play. <laughs> I don't know if we would know him if it wasn't for that yeah. play. Um, no disrespect. I'm glad we do know him. Great guy. Got to meet him in person once. What a, what, what a gentleman he is. Nice. Right? There you go. So yeah, those are some of my uh, some of my uh, top underrated guys. All right, let's pause. We'll come right back and talk about what we're gonna do with the bracket prize contest winners that didn't claim their prizes. So we'll do that here in just a second. First word from Bet Online. Dot ag. Sorry, kid's sleeping now. It was it was fun recording oh, okay. when the kid wasn't sleeping because I could yeah. belt. Oh, yeah, I was dialing okay. it up. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. We've got the NBA and NHL playoffs now both officially underway. You can track all your action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, info, and odds for all your sporting needs. MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, mixed martial arts, golf, horse racing, all of it. You can find it at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, before puck drop, tip off, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. 
as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs and start their runs in the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. One word, Locked On, to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so we had a few prizes go unclaimed in our bracket challenge. We, for a couple of weeks on Twitter, on this show, tried to track the people down and were pretty much unsuccessful. We have given out the first prize, first place prize has gone out. We had one, we had two people tie for 94th, an identical tie uh, of, we had multiple people tie for like 87th or 89th and then within that so. there were there were two identical ties for 94th which is like we sorted it appropriately tiebreakers and all that and there were two identical brackets for 94th which is insane Matt. and uh, very insane yeah and they had the exact same point differential in the national championship game it was crazy so <laughs> one of those people we know and the other person never reached out to us so we decided to give the 94th place prize to the one person we knew of who finished in a tie for 94th place, and that is J.D. Jerbear gets an autographed Cassius Winston rookie card and a signed Aaron Burbridge card. That is courtesy of you, Matt Sheehan. Yeah, we got a few other little surprises in there. Don't be surprised if you mm. see a Connor Cook in there if uh, you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, there we there go. You know. And also, everyone's getting a koozie. I'm just going to randomly throw one of these uh, koozies from KD Craft at KD Craft on Twitter. Aaron Henry koozies. Everyone will be getting an Aaron Henry koozie as well. And I am giving a subscription, a year subscription to the newsletter uh, for all of our finishers. Um, so I think JD or Jeremy has one. So maybe he can give one away for like his podcast or something. He can do whatever he wants with it. We'll reach out to him. So that's the 94th place taken care of. That means we need to give away second place, third place, and 39th place. Second place gets a... Normal. Just normal. <laughs> second place gets a $50 gift card from Home Field Apparel. That is courtesy of listener John Aerosmith, who is just the best dude and is always supporting our shenanigans. The best. Um, so second place... Gets a $50 gift card for two home field apparel and a year subscription to the newsletter from me. And third place gets another $50 gift card to home field apparel, um, but no subscription to the newsletter for that one because you got third place. So $50 a, a home field apparel card for third place. And then whoever gets 39th place, which will be our third place, um, gets a $50 home field apparel you know what? I'm giving everyone a subscription to the newsletter. Screw it. All okay. three people, screw it. All three of our winners are getting $50 gift cards to Home Field Apparel in a year to the newsletter. All of them. I just made the executive decision because I'm not sorting out this crap. That is from Odell Bradham. Uh, Brett uh, gave us the second $50 Home Field gift card. So the first two came from John Aerosmith. The other one came from Odell Bradham on Twitter. And I'm giving away subscriptions to the newsletter for all of our winners here's how you win here's how you win a few episodes ago some time ago we played movie trivia for matt on his birthday you need to email lockedonspartans at gmail.com give me five of the movies that were correct answers they don't have to be matt's correct answers they just have to be five 
of the movies. Email me with five movies that I quizzed Matt on for his birthday, birthday movie trivia. Five movies. Email five movies, lockedonspartans at gmail.com. First person, it gets the, actually, everyone gets the same prize. So the first three people who email five correct answers, lockedonspartans at gmail.com. All you got to do, go find that episode, find the movie trivia, and email me five of the movies that were the correct answers. It didn't have to be the ones Matt got right, just five of the movies. Pretty simple, Matt? I would say so, yeah. Okay. Lockedonspartans at gmail.com. First three will get the win. I will post on Twitter once we get three winners. I will email you back, even if you don't win. But if you win, I'll email you back, get your ship info and stuff like that uh, for the koozie and your email address for the the newsletter subscription. And then I will just forward. I've got the gift cards um, in my email inbox, so I will just forward that gift card email to you as well, and we'll take care of everything there. It would be nice, simple, straightforward, and this will reward people. I was kind of kicking around the idea, like, how are we going to do this? What's the best way? And I wanted to reward people who listen to the podcast a ton, who are everyday listeners, who are sticking with us to the end of the episode, even when we're not talking MSU stuff, when we're doing our shenanigans. I want to (laughs) reward those people, reward people who are listening this far into this episode. Um, So this is the way I came up with. So the first three people to email five movies titles from the movie trivia that we played for Matt's birthday, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. You will be our winners, and we will finally, on May 19th, close the door on our bracket challenge. Love it. See, we're just, you know, prolonging basketball season because that's the season that we all want to remember, especially the last one. Um, No, I like that. If it was up to me, I would do the first five people to email you and ask, uh, how's Will doing? Uh, Because no Uh one ever asks how you're doing. (laughs) But uh, alas, it's it's not up to me. Um, No, it's good. My mom actually played uh, the movie trivia portion over Mother's Day dinner when I was not (laughs) there. I was at a bachelor party, was not there. And uh, so they had fun with that, but also she was very ashamed. yeah, yeah. As she should be. No, she. Yeah, that's what I say too. It's like, yeah, I don't blame you. you oh, that's your son's that's a failure. <laughs> that's great. One time for for Mama Sheehan, we love. Yeah, it. she's got another son who's doing okay, so it all it all evens out, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us here on Locked On Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. More of the same. We'll keep on keeping on, Matt. We'll just keep. Plugging away. Can Rocket make a decision so we can have something to talk about here? Like, God. Please, Rocket, make a damn decision. I got a fact, by the way, Will. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, yada, yada, yada. Matt? Go ahead and uh, take us on home. Fact, uh, 2018 MSU Athletics Hall of Fame inductee Dale Anderson is just one of five Spartans in school history to become a two-time NCAA champion wrestler. That's right. Dale, join us on the podcast if you're listening. Reach out. All right, see you guys.